Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Sowing the seeds of cannabis and sounding the praise of our favorite plants, it's time to Hemp Present. Our radio resident Hempo Sapien, Vivian McPeak, will present a weekly platform for guests and listeners to Hemp Present about hemp and cannabis from the legal, activist, and reformist route. Let's round up and roll it up for our headmaster of hemp, Vivian McPeak. Welcome to the Hemp Present Resistance, the weekly radio podcast where you can get your PhD in THC because you don't just want to burn it, you want to learn it. Seeking to defeat the alternative facts of prohibition one interview at a time and advocating for the plant, the whole plant, and nothing but the plant. Join me for a weekly reefer radio rebellion against prohibition as I speak with some of the principal risk takers, movers and shakers, and history makers of the cannabis industry, culture, and reform movement. I'm your host, Vivian McPeak. I am the executive director of the world's largest annual cannabis policy reform event, the Seattle Hemp Fest, entering its 27th year, founded hempfest.org. I'm also the author of the book, Protestable, a 20-year retrospective of Seattle Hemp Fest from AHA Publishing, also found at hempfest.org. Today's guest on Hemp Present is U.S. military veteran and medical cannabis patient, Stephen Passmore. Almost all U.S. voters support medical marijuana when prescribed by a doctor, according to a new national poll by Quinnipiac University. The poll reports that nearly all U.S. voters, 89%, support legalizing medical cannabis for adults. In fact, medical cannabis has nonpartisan support, with 81% of Republicans, 94% of Democrats, and 93% of independent voters all saying that medical pot should be legal. The poll also found that 87% of voters feel that U.S. Veterans Administration physicians should be authorized to prescribe medical marijuana in pill form to veterans suffering from post-traumatic stress disorder in states where cannabis is legal. So what's the holdup? The fly in the cannabis ointment is weed's federal designation as a Schedule I controlled substance, which suggests that cannabis is more dangerous than cocaine. One of the primary requirements for a substance to qualify for Schedule I is that it's been shown to have no known medical value and to be highly addictive. So cannabis should be excluded entirely. 
As long as cannabis is federally prohibited, the government will not allow cannabis to be suggested as a medical treatment for anything or anyone. And the irony is that the treatments that are being prescribed for veterans by VA doctors today are among the most addictive drugs there are. While our vets are facing long delays to receive intermittent and sometimes ineffective care, they're too often administered cocktails of prescription narcotics, including powerful, deadly, and addictive opiate drugs. And let's recall that as many as 22 veterans take their lives every day, and that number could be going up. An estimated 2.7 million veterans have served in the Iraq and Afghanistan theater since those conflicts started. The VA reports that as many as 20% of those from Afghanistan and Iraq those veterans may suffer from PTSD. And we're in a time of dramatic transformation. Many institutionalized societal assumptions are being dusted off and reexamined right now. Fortunately, cannabis laws seem to be at the front of the line for policies being reevaluated. But as we near the quarter century mark of this new millennium, it seems almost a certainty that prohibition is gasping its last breath and that the future should be looking pretty good for the green leafy vegetable substance. But some Americans don't enjoy the luxury of waiting for better times because they need cannabis now to treat their medical condition. And that includes many veterans. And I've got one of those vets with me today. After breaking a clavicle during a tour in Iraq, Steve Passmore received an honorable discharge in 2007. But when he returned to the civilian world, he had a difficult time reintegrating. He began going to the Veterans Affairs Clinic. And like many veterans, was given a smorgasbord of prescription medications to assist in managing the PTSD, insomnia, anxiety, and what he refers to as overall readjustment issues he was experiencing. Passmore's mother, who worked in healthcare for years, suggested that he try and find alternatives to those harsh chemical drugs, which led Steve to cannabis. And he's joining me today to tell you more about his story. Welcome, Steve, to Cannabis Radio. Thank you, Vivian. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. It's a real honor. My pleasure. Steve, can you just start off by telling us kind of how you were first introduced? to cannabis and when had you been exposed to cannabis before applying it medicinally? I'd been exposed to cannabis in high school. I had friends that dabbled with cannabis junior, senior year. I was never somebody that took part. I believed in a lot of the stigma surrounding it. Um, during the mili- my military career, it definitely was heavier stigmatized and the institution of the military does a really good job at um, stopping cannabis use. So after my military service, I did some independent research. I got online. I asked some questions. I went to some reputable sources. I went to sources like CNN and read some articles from Dr. Sanjay Gupta and people that I was already familiar with that might have covered the topic. And as I was exposed to more and more information, I saw my perception pivoting from what I was raised to believe. Right now, cannabis is not allowed on on VA grounds, and doctors are pres- prohibited from prescribing medical marijuana or even filling out forms related to state-sponsored medical cannabis programs. What would you say to the VA officials if you could speak directly to its leadership about the role cannabis has played in keeping you a functional member of society after serving your country? What, what has cannabis done for you? For me, the benefits of cam- cannabis, I don't feel that I can quantify with words. Uh, it saved my life. And I think that there are a lot of other testimonials out there from other veterans, not not just veterans, from a lot of other Americans and a lot of other human beings all around the globe. I think that the VA has sufficient evidence to move forward on it. And I think that even the VA institution wants to. Unfortunately, there's a lot of ultra contracts big pharmaceutical has with the VA. And it's being a Schedule One drug, uh, needs Congress to act. And those things prevent doctors and other administrators at the VA from getting involved. And unfortunately, I think that that's, that leaves us at a stalemate 
which now leaves the responsibility on people like you and myself and other veterans to advocate for ourselves by educating people. In a way, Steve, the, the pharmaceutical industry kind of has a, a windfall with the military, right? I mean, they make probably millions or billions of dollars uh, providing Absolutely. pharmaceutical drugs to, to servicemen and women. Absolutely. A lot of these uh, servicemen and women don't even take a lot of these pharmaceuticals by believing that their benefits are contingent on them picking up a pharmaceutical that they don't want to ingest in their body. They go and pick them up. So a lot of these pharmaceuticals are just being wasted. These are taxpayers' money just sitting in bags or being thrown away, uh, which not as just a financial issue is also an environmental issue. And it, it, it weaves into other pictures. And I think that right now we are making great progress by having these conversations and looking into the other areas that affect Ultimately, how a service man or woman gets care at the VA. Weed for Warriors Project, Grow for Vets USA, 22 Too Many are just a few of the cannabis-friendly veterans groups that are popping up. How important is it, Steve, to get cannabis use available for returning and injured veterans? You are playing the strings of my heart right now, Vivian. Um, 22 Too Many was one of the first veteran organizations that I was ever introduced to. I was introduced to them in the Olympia area while I was living in Kirkland, Washington. I didn't know a single person in Washington State. I just fell in love with it. I knew I had to get out of the climate in which I was born and raised, a desert area of Southern California. And so I moved to the lush area of Kirkland. Washington. Once I got there, I was alone again because I left so many of the brothers and sisters and the communities and the organizations that I had grown up in. And the one thing that I found was this organization, a veteran organization advocating for veterans to use cannabis. They were working with Dr. Sue Sicily and they got PTSD put on the list there in Washington. Um, a lot of love for that organization. I think a lot of organizations like 22 Too Many and Weed for Warriors, who I just met the president, Sean, at American Legion just last week with Dr. Sousa speaking on the issue and how to push it forward. And I think that organizations like that are doing a great job of getting the information out there and mobilizing. And I think that these organizations, if they're able to achieve some kind of synergy to push forward, they realize that a lot of these organizations have far more in co common then that separates them. And if they're able to create a united front, I see a lot of great things happening, uh, especially here in the West Coast or the United States on the cannabis issue, particularly for veterans. Steve, you mentioned uh, that you volunteer with the American Legion, uh, or at least you mentioned the American Legion, uh, which you do volunteer with. It's not only America's largest veteran organization, it's also been leading the charge to legalize medical cannabis for our veterans. Why, why do you think it is that American Legion's leadership gets it so well when, when others don't understand cannabis medical potential for veterans? American Legion has a very long history of understanding the things that affect veterans, of understanding the things that affect them during the combat and then after they separate from the military, which is why they played such an instrumental role of creating the VA, of creating such great legislation like the GI Bill and the VA Home Loan. They do things that impact the quality of life. And I think that's some of the things that the VA has missed in recent decades is understanding the quality of life. For American Legion to be made up of so many of our finest servicemen and women now taking a leadership role in an organization that is building people. And by building people, they're building community. 
I think that makes them such a great point to disseminate any message of positive that that is positive. Um, in my experience, which I've only been affiliated with the American Legion for about a year, I was introduced to it by a veteran by the name of Jen, Jennifer Campbell, who is organ who is involved in so many other organizations, and it was through her actions that I was interested in American Legion. I think American Legion really dials in on the idea of action, and so I think that we're going to see some more action from American Legion uh, in this very near future. We've just got a couple minutes uh, till the first break. You're also a member of Vets and Players. What can you tell us about that organization? Merging Vets and Players is a phenomenal organization. It is a nonprofit founded by Jay Glazer, who is a fighter in the UFC, and Nate Boyer, Green Bray for the U.S. Army, also played for the Texas Longhorns, uh, then went on to play for the Seattle Seahawks as a long snapper. Uh, for special teams. As they worked out together at Unbreakable, a gym owned by Jay Glazer, the number one ranked gym in California, they were having discussions about the feelings and the experiences that they had of both being in large organizations like the UFC, the NFL, the U.S. military, and then being separated from those things, of leaving those locker rooms, of leaving those companies, those platoons, those squads, of leaving those areas that built camaraderie and about their experiences after. And they felt that they were so similar that they decided to found this organization that has veterans work out with professional athletes here in the Southern California area in the greater Los Angeles area. And so there's been all of these amazing veterans from Los Angeles, all of these incredible athletes from different teams and different leagues that have stepped into this gym and we sweat together. And then on that, in that, endorphin high we then have a what we call fireside chat and we talk about our successes and our failures and what we've learned and we really reinforce each other and empower each other and it's a beautiful opportunity and i encourage any veteran in the southern california area uh if you are in los angeles at thursday 1400 uh, we would love to have you and you to become part of our family I'm talking to Steve Passmore. We're going to take our first pause for the cause because there's flaws in the laws here. Word from our sponsors and advertisers. Come back with our second segment. Don't go anywhere. Time to roll out for the people that let us hemp present. Hang loose. We're coming right back. What do master growers, dispensary owners, extraction artists, and infusion chefs all have in common? They'll all be in Denver, Colorado at NCIA Seed the Sales Show, February 7th and 8th. Don't miss a chance to learn alongside 3,000 of the cannabis industry's best and brightest in three highly focused tracks about cultivation, infused products and extractions, and business strategies and innovation. Network and shop for all of your business needs across 40,000 square feet of Expo 4. Register before January 29th to save $200. NCIA Seed the Sales Show. SeedToSalesShow.com. Strainwise Consulting is the most sought-after consulting company for cannabis business applications and management contracts. We consulted on the first recreational license in the world and have had an over 95% success rate on applications submitted. The industry is growing at such an exponential rate that building a powerful and lasting cannabis business is a number one priority. Here's Strainwise's Sean Eubanks. In our first five years, we branded and supported nine medical and recreational marijuana dispensaries and approximately 160,000 square feet of sophisticated and efficient product cultivation. Strainwise Consulting has the experience and expertise to guide you through the process. The next generation of vaporizers has arrived. 
Boober vaporizers are blazing the way with unparalleled technology for oil, concentrate, or dry flower pens. Providing unsurpassed customer service and expert craftsmanship, Vuber Vaporizers use cutting-edge technology, providing a power-packed, smoother vapor with a lifetime guarantee. Experience vaporizing the way it was meant to be, the Vuber way. We're back to Hemp Presents, only on Cannabis Radio. Now, back to our headstrong emperor of hemp, Vivian McPeak. And we're back on here present on Cannabis Radio with United States military vet Steve Passmore. Steve, uh, what can you tell us about THC Design? You joined an intern program there. Uh, what was that all about? Why did you get involved? So for a number of years, I was looking for a way to get my foot into the door. I went to a number of dispensaries in the Los Angeles area. Uh, they are very rural. Plus, there are very many of them here. I took my resume, which I thought was a very good resume, I might add, and I offered my services free. I wanted to volunteer, saying that they were nonprofits during medical marijuana, and I just wanted to learn. I wanted an opportunity to understand how the industry worked, how um, the legislation was written, and how it was being executed, and I was willing to work for free, but I could not get my foot in the door. I, another veteran heard about this opportunity through THC Design, and they forwarded me the link, the application. I applied, not with very high hopes, I might add. And within a few days, I got a call back from a representative, a Ms. Ophelia Chung. And we had a pleasant conversation about my experience with cannabis and why I was interested in furthering a career. I was then forwarded in the application process, and before I knew it, I was sitting with the CEO in, a, uh, interview, in an interview, I'm sorry, and I just sat there and listened for a moment. He asked me if I had any questions. I asked him why he founded the company, and he told me. He told me about him growing up in Oklahoma and his experiences with his parents and his father and his health. And within that moment, the company meant something more to me than just cannabis, as much as cannabis already meant to me. As much as being a veteran already meant to me, as much as being a Californian already meant to me, now this company was aligning with these things that were very, very important to me, maybe now at the core of who I was. Um, As he explained his father's sickness and how his father left this earth and why he now wanted to do the things that he did, I knew that this is where I wanted to be. And he extended me a position. It was 12 weeks. I learned abundantly, and I now am a full-time employee, and they allow me to cultivate. And it is maybe the most meaningful thing that I have done with my life, with the exception of helping raise children. Um, It's an incredible company. I feel that I speak for all the veterans that went through the internship by saying that this has changed our lives. How How could folks find out more? You can go to thcdesign.com. We are on every major social media, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Snapchat. You can follow some of us individually. We're tagged by most of THC Design's uh, media. Um, and those are the best ways to reach out to us. Other than that, we're trying to find the audience. Millions of, of veterans here in America. What, what should people know about veterans returning from war that we just don't get? Is, is, there, is there anything that, that Americans could understand better about our vets? Absolutely. 
I think that if you want to get to know a vet better, it's probably in the same way you'd get to know anybody better, right? You'd ask them, you, you'd be vulnerable enough to say that you don't know something and ask. Uh, one of the mistakes that I feel is commonly made in reference to vets and a lot of other groups of people is the tendency to think that they're monolithic. A lot of people will say, oh, well, don't all vets think this or don't vets do this or vets don't do that or vets are all this. And so they think that we're all similar, whereas they, they haven't taken into consideration veterans come from all over the country, all over the world in many cases to serve in the military. And then when we go to combat, most certainly it does change us. We are impacted. Our views may change. We may become more curious. Uh, we go through a number of different emotional um, experiences, but to just reach out, to, to be unafraid. We're, most of us don't. Steve, the VA Veterans Administration runs the largest health care network in the country, currently serving over 9 million veterans. Uh, the Trump administration has just relaxed some VA limitations on medical cannabis. Apparently now the staff may discuss relevant clinical information regarding cannabis with vets. And when this is discussed, it must be documented in the veterans medical record. And according to the directive, when vets report marijuana use, that information is to be entered into the non-VA herbal over-the-counter medication section of their electronic medical record. Um, are you at all concerned that having the federal government keeping records on veterans' medical cannabis use could be a bad idea? Of course I am. I'm concerned with anything that's going on with the government right now. I believe whether, regardless of what side of the political spectrum you are on, Anything having to do with government is very concerning for the way that they're able to get things done or lack thereof. So to know, given the history on the VA and the government in regards to cannabis, to know that it is even going to be referenced or annotated on a veteran's record concerns me. I'd like to keep an eye on it because I don't believe that there's much else that I can do at the moment. If I see a movement, I am definitely have my ears open to information and seeing how this process is going to unfold. But I can do about it right now. But it, I think that a lot of people have very valid concerns. Why would you be concerned that the government's uh, keeping records on a vet's medical marijuana use? If I were to look at cannabis and the United States objectively to say, to look at their histories, to look at when they intersect, it'd be safe to say that the United States has not had policy-wise, government-wise, a favorable out, outlook on cannabis. With that said, understanding how other veterans have been penalized coming back from previous wars, Vietnam veterans, Gulf War veterans, Veterans who served during the Iraq and Afghanistan time who were discharged for their cannabis use. Um, to now look at this, I think that to understand those things, it, it would have to make you uneasy. I want to trust the government. Um, I try to be an optimist and hope for the best. But I think that this is a situation where it's I, I personally am going to plan for the worst. <laughs> <laughs> it's... Uh... We're, we're definitely not in Kansas anymore. There's no doubt about that. Um, <laughs> yeah. You have a goal to bridge the fitness, the veteran, and the cannabis communities. What's your vision for that? How would, how would that look to you if you were successful and why? It looks a lot like this. I, I, I believe all of the things that have been built, all the things that are worth noting have been 
built by teams of people. I've been built by communities of people, people willing to put themselves aside and do something that is bigger than themselves to become part of something. And for me in my life, when I, I, I look at where I am and I think to myself, the organizations that I'm involved with, I feel very validated, uh, being involved in these organizations. They are something that I'm very passionate. I'm very passionate about. There are communities of people that I have received abundant amounts of love from. And I feel that a lot of the passion and where it comes from is a very, very similar place. Veterans, the things that impact veterans when we have conversations, uh, housing, employment, health, uh, mental health. These things are some of the same things that are talked about when we talk about cannabis now because of the cannabis industry and being ha- having so many jobs and offering finance and sponsorship into a lot of areas that otherwise were not being paid attention to and it's blooming and it's blossoming. Uh, there's plenty of information to suggest its health benefits and veterans are like myself and, and you are involved. So to see some of these connections and understanding the science, to understand the studies that have already been done to suggest that exercise, endorphins, and all these things lead to better overall well-being, uh, educating people on things like sleep hygiene. I went to a veterans internship called FitOps, and I recommend anybody look, look into it at fitops.org. And I spoke with the director there, and our conversation had a lot to do with sleep hygiene. Uh, the reason that I was there at that veteran internship, at that veteran scholarship program, was not to become a personal trainer myself, but it was so I can be equipped with the tools so I can then give that information to communities that otherwise wouldn't have it. And I didn't see that as a fitness thing. I saw that as the veteran thing. I saw that as volunteering to do something bigger than myself, to save others. And that's not something that the military gave me alone. I believe it's something that my community, my parents, my siblings, people gave me long before the Army utilized it. And, and of course, we all know that, that sleeping is a big issue in, in medical cannabis and restful sleep is a major uh, component. Uh, we are talking to Steve Passmore. We're going to hear another word from our sponsors, advertisers. Come back for our final questions on Cannabis Radio. Time to roll out for the people that let us hemp present. Hang loose. We're coming right back. Introducing 420 Cloud, ignited by MSIG, one of the fastest growing social apps around. The only app you'll need for all things cannabis. Find the latest cannabis news, videos, and stories, ranging from business and tech to sports and medicine. Start your career in cannabis by seeking, identifying, and applying for jobs through our expansive listings. For businesses, 420cloud.com features a full-scale cross-channel network, monetizing high traffic for big data conversion and analytics. Download 420 Cloud now from the iTunes Store or Google Play. MSIG.com is a publicly listed company on the OTC, symbol MCIG. Introducing Blue Moon CBD, straight from the bluegrass of Kentucky. With our special nano emulsion process, you'll not only get the best CBD available, you'll get more of it. Not all CBD is the same. It's your body. It's your choice. Get relief from inflammation, anxiety, and stress. Go to www.bluemoonhemp.com and use code HEMP420 for a 20% discount on your order. Balance your body. Balance your life. Make it Blue Moon CBD. 
Oh, lady marijuana llama, tell you something now. Bought a game for your phone, gonna make you say wow. The game's about the game of growing cannabis for cash. Grow the seeds, sell the bud, put the savings in the stash. Little by little, your empire grows large. Put the big celebrities inside your entourage. You can choose to play with Snoop or me or Chichin Chong. Cypress Hill, Willie Nelson, Wiz Khalifa with a bong. The name of the game is Hemping, that's the point. Download and play while you light yourself a joint. Business of cannabis should be no crime. Hemp Inc. is even hot proved by the man who run high times. Oh yeah, get it on Android and I and iOS today. Marijuana llama out. Got to tend to me on crops, you know. Money don't make itself. Hemp Inc. We're back to Hemp Present, only on Cannabis Radio. Now, back to our headstrong emperor of hemp, Vivian McPeak. And we are back with Steve Passmore on Hemp Present on Cannabis Radio. Uh, Steve, uh, do you, can you envision a day when cannabis, whether it be CBD or THC or whole plant might be used in the actual operation of military service, maybe even combat? I mean, can you envision a day when cannabis could be maybe used in the field? Do you think I'm tripping or you think that we might make it someday? (laughs) No, no. I think that you're, you're ahead of your time, Vivian. Um, (laughs) Absolutely. The applications for cannabis for him in the military is so broad. The military has a long history with cannabis and with him, uh, going back to the founding of our country, the Constitution being written on him, the ropes being used for our Navy being made out of hemp and so many other things. So it's very within the realm of thinking, a possibility that the military can go back to. And again, I go back to educating people, of making people aware of the benefits, of the pros, of the cons, of your experience. And I think that's really the best thing any of us can do when advocating for anything, right, is by leading by example of being the action that people see as opposed to just hearing it. But if they see that action repetitively, to understand that so so many vets have been able to combat post-traumatic stress disorder, anxiety, depression, uh, suicide ideology, um, to get over physical ailments. I've seen some veterans that have lost limbs and they're competing on national powerlifting um, stages to see that this group of people have overcome that and that they want to use this. I think that is well worth and somebody in the future will look at applying this in earlier stages. And because it's in some forms is non-psychoactive. I'd hope that what we're seeing now and what we've seen over the last decade or so of cannabis movement, I think that we'll see cannabis transitioning into a more mainstream capacity uh, that we see in everyday products. I, well, I certainly hope, right? <laughs> That's what I'm working. For. Seems like it's going in that direction, man. Uh, God, yeah. Steve, Steve Passmore, thank you so much for your service to our country. Uh, you got a great perspective and the ability to articulate it so well. Thanks for telling your story and, uh, and best oh, of luck in all your endeavors, man. And I want to give a call out to, uh, uh, Ophelia Chong for hooking us up as well. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Vivian, for having me. My pleasure, bro. You take care. You too. Thank you. Now I want to get to a weekly feature of Hammerson on CannabisReader.com. That's the quote of the week, and here it is. War must be while we defend our lives against a destroyer who would devour all. But I do not love the bright sword for its sharpness, nor the arrow for its swiftness, nor the warrior for his glory. I love only that which they defend. 
and that is JRR Token from the Two Towers. That includes this installment of Hamburg on Cannabis Radio. I want to thank Brasco, my man in the control room. All the Cannabis Radio sponsors and advertisers, join me next week for some more reefer repartee and cannabis confabulation with some special hempo sapien on a journey to justice. As we silence the violence, increase the peace, and promote unity in the cannabis community with impunity. Because when it comes to prohibition, you got the right not to remain silent. Activism requires a voice, so find yours and speak up for justice. Resistance is fertile. Until then, my friends, stay strong, stand tall, toke it easy, and don't forget to email me at hempresent at gmail.com. The Hempresent theme song, Take Back the Plants, performed by Stickerbush, and sung by a much younger version of myself. Turn up the music, maestro. I'm out. Marijuana! The opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without proper consent of CannabisRadio.com is prohibited. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment your work stress disappears as you kayak through the canyons. Or the moment you discover the life-changing effects of prickly pear chocolate. But nothing beats the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the very first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com.